Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Work to Wealth podcast. And today, I'm so excited to bring to y'all to you all today, Miss Avery Simone Liggins. And Avery helps entrepreneurs streamline their brand through business automation and increase revenue by converting leads into customers with sales funnel strategies. As a brand strategist and digital content creator, she has assisted nonprofits, small businesses, and personal brands with their visibility and revenue strategy. With a background in public administration, Avery has a unique perspective on business systems and processes. Among her most notable positions are working for former Governor Nathan Deal and the Georgia Technology Authority, where she assisted with the procurement processes and contracts worth over $60 million. And of course, now Avery has branched out into entrepreneurship. She's a boss lady. So welcome, Miss Avery, and please share with us more um, about who you are and what you do and who you serve. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on this platform. I was excited when you invited me and really just honored that you would think to have me on this platform. So a little bit about me. I have to give um, honor to my mother because she actually put the entrepreneurship gene in me. And then I think it was last year, she told me a story of how when I was age three, she was selling uh, bracelets to a client in Los Angeles. And I put it on my wrist for some reason. And I said, see, see. And so I claim that I've been an entrepreneurship newer since the age of three helping her yeah. sell bracelets and so it's just even though I went a different path with going to uh, school for political science at Clark Atlanta and of course working in the government entrepreneurship has always been something that I knew I would come back to so I'm excited to be in that space and then and also to help others. Uh, my, As you mentioned, uh, you asked earlier, who do I primarily serve? Really women entrepreneurs like myself who were in the beginning seeking business strategies and, and tools to help them grow their business. Because in the beginning of my journey, it was more things about motivation and yes, start the business, but not tangible strategies. So that's how I got my start and why I help others now. Right, right, right. So um on your path to or in entrepreneurship and becoming this brand strategist, why brand strategy? Why, you know, I know you do automation processes and all of that. So, um, and obviously your background was in public administration. So we know, you know, administratively systems and processes are a part of it, but um, how is it that you, you know, ventured down the path of brand brand strategy and um, automation? Yes, that's a, actually a great question because it's been an evolution. I started off as a freelancer doing website design. I've always had a creative gene. And so I started using uh, on Wix websites in college, just making websites for different people. And then from there, I learned some brand strategy. And so that's how it kind of evolved from websites to brand strategy. And then recently, I guess within the past one to two years has been the business automation and systems, because as I learned more about it, I wish I had known that in the beginning. And I noticed that a lot of my clients, they, they, they lack those systems. And that's why I make it important to highlight that we need those business and business systems and automation in the beginning rather than the end. Obviously, because we know that systems, you know, and processes basically makes it easier 
you know, to carry out um, your daily tasks, monthly tasks or whatever. And just based in order to run the business, you know, efficiently. Mm -hmm. So we definitely can't do without that. Um, But so for you, though, um, Mm -hmm. even though you had seen entrepreneurship um, coming up or whatever through your mom, you know, what was it for you? Because we know it's not easy. We know it's not something um, that's um, a cakewalk or whatever. And there are trials and tribulations and all that. I mean, just like it is basically with life in general. Mm-hmm. But we know entrepreneurship is something totally, <laughs> totally different from, you know, getting up and um, just going into work every day or going into an office where things are already set. Mm-hmm. So for you, why entrepreneurship? For me, it was and I, I when, feel- when because you haven't. I mean, obviously, you were working, mm-hmm. you know, um, in an office setting or whatever, or working a job before. So mm-hmm. when did you take the path to entrepreneurship? Or are you still doing a dual role, or is it full time now? And why? So I'm actually in transition from leaving my full-time government job with the great benefits to full-time entrepreneurship. And then again, I have to take wow. I give it back to my mother because growing up, I saw her calling her own shots. She didn't always stay with entrepreneurship. She did have uh, jobs while I was growing up, but she always called her own shots. So if she no longer wanted to work at a job, she said, okay, this is my last day. If she, uh, uh, wanted to just relax for a day or something, she was able to call her own shots, which was not the traditional uh, upbringing, I would say, because, you know, most parents say you have to do certain things. You should go to college, get a job. And of course, uh, she was proud for me to go to college, but she was always the one to encourage me to go after entrepreneurship. And as she said, it is not easy. I've had many failures. I've had many businesses before Black Women Moguls, and I thought it was just me a thing of me being lazy, but I hadn't found my purpose yet. So once I came into Black Women Moguls, I was like, oh, it's not, I'm not lazy as I thought. I just hadn't found the right uh, niche in the right space for me. So now that I have, even on those days where I'm not feeling motivated and disciplined, I still come back to it because now I, I found what I'm truly called to do. Right. So why Black women moguls now? (laughs) Yes, thank you. Um, It actually started from my previous platform, which is still in existence, but uh, Black Business Connect. But as I was building that platform in the early stages, I realized that 90% of my target market were women. And I often attracted the people, uh, ladies who were just like me, who were hungry to learn more, who wanted, again, those tangible strategies, not motivation. And that's when I decided to pivot and create Black-owned moguls so they could have that space for themselves. And I could share what I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial journey. And that's how that got started. And I'm excited. It's our third year. Thank you. It's our third year. And I I can't believe just the support and the community that I've built so far. They keep me going. Yes. I mean, that the name itself, you know, is empowering, you know, Black women moguls, you know, doing their thing. But um, it was another question that I had before you mentioned um, Black women moguls, but you were talking about we were talking about your journey and your path, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you just having, I mean, obviously you spoke to you having the option to um, 
to choose, you know, um, you were doing the job thing and then you, I mean, you could not, you came up seeing entrepreneurship, you were working in a job, but it was just in you. The entrepreneurship bug was just in you because you knew what was available. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when you know (laughs) that there is another option and it's available, you, you're going to seek that out and it's going to come up, it's going to keep coming up, you know, mm-hmm. so for the women, the entrepreneurs or the women who are listening to this and they may be, um, there may have been times and there may be times when they just know that something is not settling in their spirit with them working, you know, a J-O-B and just working a J-O-B and not that anything is wrong with that. But, you know, when you're working and um, doing something else that is not walking out your purpose or your calling or whatever, it's going to still keep something stirred up Mm -hmm. in your spirit to do something different. And so I just like for for them to hear from entrepreneurs that are on that journey, on their journey, boss ladies doing their thing or whatever, which keeps them in, inspired, empowered, you know, to continue to seek it out and to do that. Because you mentioned that too, that, you know, you continue to seek it out and you, you sought that out. Like, what was it just like figuring out the path to um, ultimately to you now becoming a brand strategist, you know, which that may change again as well, but You just keep walking that out and seeking it out, you know, um, until, you know, you just find your groove and figure that thing out as to what you need to do. So along the way for you, what were some of, um, I guess, the did you have any um, any of those times of uncertainty and, you know, I mean, you're still young in it now. You're still early in your journey, I'm sure, because you said you were transitioning, but mm-hmm. you've been doing this for, you say, like three years now, right? Three years of uh, Black Women Moguls and then 10 years websites. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, 10 years. Okay. So, I mean, you've been doing this for a minute. So what have you found that has kept you on the journey and that has helped you to um, continue, you know, seeking out exactly walking in your calling and your purpose. Like, like you said, now you're transitioning. So mm-hmm. you would, you transition. I don't know if that's come up over the last year or not, because we know, you know, during COVID, it's a whole lot of people who, you know, made decisions that they would not have made if it were not <laughs> for COVID or whatever, which was good. It wasn't all bad. It was good. Mm-hmm. You know, so is that where your decision came up out of the last year or were you already thinking about that and then it just helped launch you out? I would say a mixture of both. Ever since I was a little girl, I said, I'm going to retire at the age of 30 and I'm 30 now. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful what you speak, first of all, <laughs> because it just might come true. Exactly. And, um, and, and I would also say a mixture of COVID as well, because I've been, well, before, um, like right at the beginning of COVID, they allowed us to work from home uh, for our government jobs. And now we're making a slow return back to the office in a way, even though I won't be coming in a, 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 in a while. And they actually just gave me a promotion, which is really funny because when they wow. were, we were going to come every uh, day, I was like, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. So <laughs> I, I'll do um, every uh, Thursday for a while, but in my mind, I've already set my retirement date right. for uh, like, I think a few days before my birthday of next year. And so it's all, it's been a mixture of that. And like I said, you have to be careful what you speak of. Cause I was like, Oh, I've, I've been saying this all my life. Thirties when I retire, thirties when I retire. Right. And 
it was just a point of not wanting to go back into the office and it never sat right with me that I have to ask can I take this time off can I have permission to go to the restroom I mean of course you can go to your desk it's not like that but you know you have to be mindful of your of their time and make sure you're doing your your job but I will say there is nothing for those who are listening there's nothing wrong with the job I have been blessed my job did help to finance my business and take care of coaching that I needed training and it has been a blessing and then it's allowed me to uh, save up for my 401k I think that was the best thing that I could have ever done and I have no regrets of my career journey. And it, honestly, it hasn't been that long. I've only been in the workforce officially, like with a salary since 2015. It's been a very short uh, journey oh, okay. uh, as okay. far as working in, in corporate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for you, um, like you said, I mean, at 30, which is still really very young and early, you know, earlier than for some of us who were on the path um, of entrepreneurship and doing their thing you've gotten out early so you didn't get set and settled into you know a job in that way because of course once you get in and you've been in a few years especially that good old government job you get in there and I'm sure you've heard stories and you've seen people or whatever but you're in there then you're in there and then you become um, complacent then you get comfortable and even though you might still have it the thought in your mind or whatever again Day by day, you just fall in the rhythm of just doing it and just doing things or whatever. And then when you look up, it's a few years down the road and it's 10 years, it's 15, 20, you know. So I applaud you for, you know, stepping up and out and staying on a mission to, you know, get it done. And for you launching out and saying, okay, I'm going to transition and do it. Now, I heard you say that you were going to, I think, that you are transitioning over the next year so it's not nothing you know immediate like you figured okay I'm, I'm gone I'm out and then you just left to, you know <laughs> you left all of a sudden which that's sometimes that's what some some do as well you know responding emotionally to whatever which mm-hmm. I don't advise that for everyone because you sh- you should have a plan, and it sounds like to me that you do have a plan. You had a plan, um, and mm-hmm. you're working that plan. So being young, though, um, I love hearing that with you being so young. So whose idea was it to have a plan, or where did that come from, or was it from your mom, or seeing your mom, you know, or just networking with others, and you took that um, into consideration. Really all of that, but first and foremost, my mom, because I call her my unofficial employee, my financial advisor. Right. When I thought, originally I thought I was going to, this was going to be my last month with my job because again, I thought we were going into the office full time. I was like, no. So I had to quickly come up with a plan, which I've been fortunate to be able to um, like always figure out things, even if it's been in a pinch, I've been able to figure out things. And I'm glad, even though I'm staying a little bit longer, I'm glad that I did that because I know exactly what I need, how much I need to save up for. If I need, not saying touch my 401k, but if I need to just for a little bit um, and invest it elsewhere, I have that available option. So I know exactly what my assets are going to be once I leave. So yes, my mom, I was like, mom, what should I do? What should I do? So we talked about that. But then also one of the other things that I did 
when I, again, when I thought I was leaving is I joined this group called the morning meetup and every day we meet up um, and we have like a workshop and then sometimes we have networking and I wanted to put myself in the room where I knew number one, my target market would be, but also where I could collaborate with others and expand my reach. And that way I wouldn't just be quitting cold turkey with nothing in place. I wanted to make sure that I'm at least doing all that I can to give myself a winning chance. Right. That That's great. Um, and again, you mentioned, I heard you mention those key things, your 401k, which you were contributing. I'm glad to hear that as a youngster that you still, <laughs> you know, you, you figured that that was a priority and you did that because a lot of us wait until it's too late to contribute and or don't contribute at all or don't contribute enough. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you were contributing to that. I'm happy to hear you mention, you talk about ass, assets, you know, and having it because that's very important. So um, that's some key takeaways from um, us talking today is that, yes, you have, you should have a plan, you know, and work that plan. You should also um, should have also been contributing to your retirement or contribute to your retirement or have a plan. That's if you are an entrepreneur and, and, or working a job, but definitely contribute to, um, towards your future savings and your retirement. Um, of course, now working in government, you, you had insurance, you know, so, um, that's another thing for them to consider because that's, those are the items and the things that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's not top of mind when you talk about entrepreneurship. And even if it's top of mind, you don't take the time to work it out, work the numbers out and to work that plan out, you know, um, on paper to figure out exactly what does it cost for you and what is it going to take for you and what are you replacing? What, what's going to be adding? What are you going to be adding to, mm-hmm. you know, your bottom line and what what do you need to replace? Because, of course, with you transitioning out of the government, you being early, you're going to have to pick up your retirement. So continue saving, you know, then you're going to have to pick up the insurance piece or whatever, because you're not even though you're using the word retiring. We know that with the government, it's not a formal retirement. Right. So you're not walking away with any benefits, no benefit, package or whatever, which is different for some if they had, you Mm know, um, were fully vested and they would be retiring. So again, that's some key things to consider. So don't be so quick, not speaking to you, but I'm speaking to, you know, our audience or listeners. Let's not be also be so quick and ready to um, jump without a plan. Not to say don't jump, you know, but make sure that you consider all of the things or talk to somebody, be advised. You mentioned your mom was your your financial advisor. And, you know, she was that person and that, that, um, the word gave you the words of wisdom for you to make sure that you had your ducks lined up and everything set up. So again, for our listeners, yes, definitely seek out someone to get your information from so that you can work the plan because it's, it's workable and you can do it, but just make sure you're considering all of the things that you need to consider. So, um, lovely. I love hearing that. So is there anything that you can share for um, my listeners that are key things in business and automation? Um, 
as takeaways, since that's where basically you, the area that you are an expert in um, mm-hmm. at this time or whatever, and that you've seen that um, maybe have been some items of um, inefficiency or something in business that can help. Sure. Yes. Um, and then, and then as I'm answering that, I would, you were saying anything I've seen with business and automation. So one thing that is very important and we can talk about this more in a minute if you wish, but mindset, that's so key to any business success because if you, if you don't have your mindset together, and I'm speaking to myself, I've had and still struggle with certain things because I have autoimmune disease. And so sometimes I have bad days where I can't do much of anything and it gets to me and it hinders me being able to carry out processes and other things in my business. So that's one thing that I think that everyone should work on no matter what stage of business that right. they're in. But to answer your question specifically about business automation, um, people, the number one mistake I've seen people make is going after the free tools. And yes, I know we want to save sometimes and not have to spend a lot in our business, but a lot of those tools that are free are not really built for efficiency. And I've had to cry sometimes investing in certain tools, but in the end, it is worth it because it gives our customers a better experience. One tool that I'm using now is called Kartra. And that's, uh, let's see, it's $99 a month. And I'm glad I've invested in it because it's cheaper than another platform that I used, which was, I think, a hundred and something. But it it brings in multiple platforms at once. And so I was able to eliminate some of that cost, even though I still have other tools. That's So that's why I would say, number one, don't be afraid to invest in your business tools and systems. Mm-hmm. And that way, when a lot of people come in and you're going doing rapid growth, you won't have to switch to a better tool. You'll already be able to handle the influx of people coming in. Right. And of course, having those systems um, and processes in place eliminates you having to be, like you were just talking about, it automates things mm-hmm. and eliminates you having to be hands-on, you know, in the business all day, every day, you know, so that you can actually be working the business and not be working in the business, you know, all the time. And we know as for some of us um, as entrepreneurs that you you may have someone, um, some type of support, but other than that, if it's just you, then these things help you know, to um, stand up the back office of your business so that you don't have to worry about, you know, um, things coming in and um, clients, you know, responses for clients or doing your client intake or your onboarding or whatever. Mm -hmm. So all of that helps, you know, with that. And like you were saying, you know, you mentioned um, with um, your illness that, you know, Sometimes then, you, so with those systems that will help you, you know, because now you don't have to remember everything because you got some key things set in place and you can take that time off of the day off or hours or whatever away, but you still know that the business is running and operating. So that, that was nice to hear and great. Um, is there anything that's coming up for you? Anything you're working on that our listeners need to know and hear about? Um, I know we're going to mention um, shortly, give them your contact information, but please share if there's anything that's going to be coming up for you this year. Yes, thank you for that. I am excited. 
we are going to be hosting the Mogul Code Summit in December. This is our third year of running the summit, and it's always been virtual, and that way we, we've never had to pivot even in the midst of COVID, so we were very fortunate in that regard. Last year, we had over 200 attendees registered, and I'm excited right. uh, just to bring this back. We gave an award, a grant award of $500 to a deserving up-and-coming entrepreneur, and we gave out the Mogulpreneur of the year award so looking to bring back some of those elements and the reason why I started this was again just going back to my previous experience of being tired of going to motivational conferences and workshops and not actually having business strategies to help me grow which is why I wanted to create my own platform and bring together women across the world because we actually had some international people last year I was excited and get them to network collaborate and then also learn Right. Wonderful. Okay. So we'll have that um, information. I'll post that um, on the website for them and then have that noted um, so that for those that want to join and want to participate, that they can. So tell the listeners um, how they can um, reach out to you, how they can contact you, share with them your handles on social media. Great. Thank you. Any For anyone who would like to contact Black Women Moguls and myself, I made it very simple. So www.blackwomenmoguls.com is our website. And we are on Facebook and Instagram at Black Women Moguls. And then if you are interested in signing up for the Mogul Code Summit or becoming a speaker, it is www.themogulcodesummit.com. Okay. The Mogul Code Summit dot com okay i'll get the information from you as well you probably need to send those (laughs) links to me but thanks again avery for sharing um with us today um i thank you for taking the opportunity and your time out for coming on and for the listeners this has been another edition of the worth to wealth podcast and we look forward to sharing with you all again in our next podcast Have a good one. Bye-bye.